TCI Magazine Audio Edition. Listen to your favorite arboriculture articles on the go. Emerald Ash Borer Two Decades Later by Richard Hauer, Ph.D., Jake Mee Bauer, Andrew Kozer, Blake Thilmoni, and Abigail Tumino. Fun fact. What happened on July 9, 2002? If you guessed a birthday for Rich Hauer, Tom Hanks, or the late Nikola Tesla, congratulations. You win and score a point. If not, no worries. Perhaps you said it was the anniversary of Johnny Cash's signing with Columbia Records in 1958, or the last Grateful Dead concert in 1995. If so, score another point for each correct response. However, if you guessed this was the date that Emerald Ash Borer was first positively identified in the Michigan region of the United States, you are the winner. While July 9, 2002, serves as the official date for Emerald Ash Borer's discovery in North America, it was likely introduced onto the continent in the mid-1990s. Since its discovery, the composition of many urban forests across the U.S. and Canada has changed, often dramatically. Similarly, our understanding of this noxious pest and its management has evolved over the past two decades. While some lessons learned are tied to the biology of emerald ash borer and ash tree species, lessons learned can be applied to other infestations or outbreaks that are sure to arise in the future. A Sustainable Emerald Ash Borer Management Approach You may have experienced how emerald ash borer moves through a region. If not, know that within 10 to 15 years of initial discovery, most native ash trees will be dead if left unprotected. Before this, a noticeable decline in a population is observed about five years after emerald ash borer is first discovered in a new locale. The epidemiology of the insect includes a building phase approximately years one to five, an exponential increase in tree mortality, approximately years five to seven, and then a declining rate of loss approximately years seven to 12, because fewer ash trees remain. When a noxious and fast-moving threat like emerald ash borer emerges, you can let it control how you manage trees, or you can take steps to incorporate strategic control into your management efforts. With the latter approach, the best time to plan is before emerald ash borer has been discovered in your community, or at least once the presence of the insect has first been confirmed. What management approach you choose is up to you and the community you work with. This can range from a do-nothing beyond removal approach to an active approach that may include some combination of preventative treatment, staged removal, and strategic replanning. To guide decision-making, a sustainability model that integrates economic, societal, and ecological principles is a useful starting point. Economic considerations. Many communities, past and present, face a financial decision when emerald ash borer comes to town. When the city of Milwaukee was confronted with the impending emerald ash borer epidemic in the late 1990s, they quickly realized they would face a heavy financial burden with whatever option they chose. As pathologist Mark Stennis would often say when discussing the management of pests, whether you like it or not, it will cost you money. The city decided to take an active approach and treat their 30, 2,000-plus ash street trees at that time. The annual cost of treatment was $1 million, 
a fraction of the near 30 million they estimated they would need to spend to remove ash and replant. Given these two potential management costs, and then factoring in the loss of ecosystem services tied to the mature ash populations they stood to lose, the city realized that treatment, along with staggered removal and replacement of low-value ash trees, was a much better choice both financially and for the well-being of Milwaukee's residents. Societal considerations. Should we apply pesticides or not? Is an important question to ask with any pest management approach. Each manager of a tree population has to answer this and should do so after engaging their clients. Whether they are individuals or groups of individuals, such as a homeowner's association, in the case of a municipal forestry program, the clients are the residents of the community. Acceptance of chemical controls will vary by client, and over the past several decades, some communities have decided that a non-pesticide approach is the one they are most comfortable pursuing. There is no one way that is better than the other. However, a pesticide approach is really the only option currently available to protect ash trees. Social science says that, given a choice, people tend to favor non-chemical approaches such as sanitation first. This works well for some pest problems, such as Dutch elm disease. However, we currently have no effective sanitation approach with emerald ash borer. A chemical treatment option to preserve ash is rated higher than doing nothing, as people like trees and prefer living trees to dead ones. Ecological effects. The loss of ash tree canopy, whether by preemptive removal of ash trees or through emerald ash borer-induced tree mortality, has important ecological ramifications. Existing decision-making models, such as iTree, can be used to estimate potential losses in ecological benefits, such as carbon sequestration, particulate filtration, and stormwater abatement. When the city of Milwaukee was weighing its options for managing its urban forest infested by emerald ash borer, staff used historic aerial imagery, capturing the loss of American elm, and found it took 40 years to recover and regrow the loss of elm tree canopy. When the change in tree cover was run through the iTree Eco model, the city found that the loss of stormwater mitigation services alone doubled the costs associated with DED sanitation. As such, the hydrology benefit associated with retaining mature ash trees was more than sufficient to cover the costs associated with chemical treatment. This was before considering the monetary benefit associated with air pollution filtration, energy conservation, carbon sequestration, and aesthetics. Tree Injection and Emerald Ash Borer Management The injection of ash trees is an emerald ash borer management approach that allows communities to maintain mature ash trees, even in the face of an infestation. It took less than a decade of testing treatment approaches to find viable methods that work. As an example, several studies found that emamectin benzoate showed a two-year efficacy, which is on the current label rates. More recent findings from Indiana and Wisconsin have shown a three-year treatment cycle had the same efficacy as a two-year cycle. A bit of caution, though. In the third year of treatment, it is advised to retreat ash trees as soon as possible at the start of the growing season when starting the next round of injection. It is well understood that untreated ash trees that are susceptible to emerald ash borer have a near 100% mortality rate. 
an occasional ash tree does survive, but this is uncommon. We also know that ash trees can be treated multiple times with few outward indications that injury has occurred. However, until recently, we really didn't know what level of internal tissue damage occurred as a result of multiple tree injections. Early tree dissection studies found little internal damage, as measured by wood discoloration and external damage, such as bark cracking after one or two injection treatments. A study of a longer treatment cycle found external damage was higher on trees treated with a closed system, with a plug, rather than an open system, when the injection site had nothing left in the drill hole after treatment. An interesting finding, however, was that failure to follow the manufacturer's recommendations explained approximately 75% of the external wounds that were observed. More recently, a study conducted at the Morton Arboretum in Lyle, Illinois, found little internal discoloration and damage for 40 trees that were injected five to six times over the past 10 to 12 years. Since little internal damage was found, a catchphrase developed, as in, see yay, in 10 years, when another follow-up tree dissection and measurement of damage should occur. In the meantime, we found little cause for concern with current treatment approaches, especially if you abide by what a manufacturer states with its treatment protocol. Conclusion Let the insect control you, or control the insect. The lessons learned with emerald ash borer can be applied to other pests. Understand the biology of the pests. Experiment with management approaches and apply sustainability principles to guide your actions. Over the past 20 years, much has been learned about emerald ash borer management. Yes, new and exciting discoveries are likely yet to occur. However, with what is currently known, adopting an active management approach is the key to best management of the pest. If you are new to this, an emerald ash borer has just been found in your area, don't panic, as you do have a year or so to make the decision that best fits your situation. If emerald ash borer is not in your area yet, develop your plan in anticipation of the pest, and once it arrives within about 15 miles, implement your preferred measures. If emerald ash borer has come and gone, then you have lived the story and know well which approaches worked and others you wish had been applied. Richard Hauer, Ph.D., is Director of Urban Forestry, CN Utility Consulting, a 15-year TCIA member company based in Des Moines, Iowa. Jake Miesbauer is Arboriculture Scientist at the Morton Arboretum in Lila, Illinois. Andrew Kozer is Associate Professor of Environmental Horticulture at the Gulf Coast Research and Education Center, University of Florida, Wymoma. Blake Thilmoni is a Research Scientist with Rainbow Ecoscience a 25-year TCIA member company based in Minnetonka, Minnesota. Abigail Tumino is a research assistant at the Morton Arboretum. This article is a follow-up to Richard Howard's presentation on the same topic during TCI Expo 22 in Charlotte, North Carolina. To listen to an audio recording created for that presentation, go to TCI Magazine online at tcimag.cia.org and under the Resources tab, click Audio, or under the Current Issue tab, click View Digimag. Then go to this page and click here. Citations also available on tcimag.tcia.org. 
Want to stay up to date on the latest audio edition of the TCI Magazine? Subscribe to us on Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To check out more of what TCI Magazine has to offer or to subscribe to the print magazine, visit tcimag.tcia.org.